Hello, faithful listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Jordan. Uh, with me, as always, is my good friend and good co-host, Blake. Oh, good co-host. Wow. Yeah. You've improved a lot. Kind. Oh, I mean, I think we <laughs> both improved a lot. I think uh, both us and uh, one of our and our friends that listen in occasionally have remarked uh, how much uh, better we've gotten because our, our friends, you know, check yeah. in every now and again. Um, thank you, friends. Yeah, thanks, friends. Every every once in a while, I go back and listen to an old episode that I remember being really good. Whew. Wow. Yeah, they're like they have less direction. They're much more ummy. Longer pauses yeah. in between statements. There's just less rapport. Yeah, you know, we just weren't as good friends then. <laughs> I didn't even like you back at the beginning. I honestly, I I almost hated you. It was like <laughs> close to hate. It was just, yeah. it was a dislike. But um, here we. But are. you know what? I didn't dislike Jordan. Um, Kaiju Super Day Tech. That's exactly right. Why don't you tell the people about the game? All right. So this week we played a game called Kaiju Super Day Tech. Uh, by Date the Tech. To be Date clear. Tech. Yes, got a nuns. Date technology. Yes, um, which is by Powerhoof. Um, is their itch name? Um, uh, yeah, which is uh, Dave Lloyd Barney Cumming, and then is Powerhoof, and then they also had help from Lewis Meyer and some additional. There's some voice actors too. I didn't get their names down, but mm. um, Powerhoof. Yes, sorry. Continue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Kaiju Super Date Tech is a game about. Um, some giant Godzilla-like monsters are attacking Kyoto 2 uh, a thousand years in the future. Uh, and you have been tasked with building a giant robot to date, go on a date with this kaiju in order to uh, like get it to leave the city alone, basically. So you play as a little suited man uh, and you, it's kind of like side scrolly platform mechanics but what the mechanics are is you pick up these little like little metal pieces on the ground and you uh put them together in this big p- potentially human shape but <laughs> it can be whatever not. shape you want it can be whatever shape you want but they do give you pieces that like are human sure shaped. sort like of you get a little foot human or like an arm like thing sure. uh and you assemble them and then you um get scored on how many like little uh I don't, like decorations you put on it as well as the height and then if the kaiju likes your monster then at the end of the course it says like date successful or i forget exactly what it says yeah um, there's and- there the the items you're putting on are mostly uh sort of like humanizing features like a big eyeball or yeah. a fun hat or, I use the uh, my sunglasses favorite. a lot. <laughs> yeah, the sunglasses are very powered, overpowered. Some yeah, four hundred, dude. Um, Everyone knows sunglasses is a successful date. Oh yeah. If you're if trying you to go date to a, a date, no matter what the date is, it could be one of those indoor uh, mini golf things. It's all glow in the dark. <laughs> it's real dark. Everything's illuminated by a ba- black light. You know, you could uh, wear sunglasses. Could wear sunglasses there, and it immediately make it better. Now, Any yeah, that's you only on a date true. With will think that's cooler if, if you're going on a date with Godzilla. Oh, I see. I see. I <laughs> that's what, that's where you went wrong. That's that's where you got to draw. You tried line. going on dates with humans. Yeah, you, I, you know what? 
I've I've honestly I've not had great luck going on dates with humans. So maybe <laughs> what I really need to do is refocus my energies to a Godzilla. Well, how'd you do in this game? Maybe that'll tell you if you're better at dating Godzillas. Uh, three uh or no no two failed attempts and then uh and then a success. I think. Oh, well, yeah, so you know, not bad. Not too bad. I I'm a two out of three, so a little bit better. But well, oh okay, you get you got to the to the end twice. Yes, I did. Uh, and then once But you also I, had a, a few aborted runs, right? Well, that's what I'm counting as the third one is I just quit. Oh, see, um, I saw I saw all three all the way through, you know? Oh, did or, you? I'm not okay. a quitter like you. Okay. Well, I did quit. I was like, this is you know? going terribly. Even if I was um, marching toward failure, I kept marching. <laughs> you know what? I that's I approve. I admire that about you, Blake. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, the, but the Godzilla reason why does I, not admire that about me. Who? Sadly, Godzilla. Godzilla, no, you fail. Um, the one, the the reason I quit out, which is something maybe we can we can start off with, is talking about this uh-huh. aspect of the game, um, which is that I realized. Uh, so going in, I didn't like realize how tall I wanted to be, so I wasn't uh-huh. going for a very like structurally sound base at the beginning, and I yep. was just falling over left and right. That's a big kind of like that ends up being the core sort of challenge of this game is how do you build a thing that doesn't fall over. Um, well, how do you build something that doesn't fall over while also being able to efficiently move? Because um, yes. something we haven't talked about thus far is that um, this is like a, a side-scrolling game, and uh, your um, your mech must uh, um, sort of maneuver across these like big hills, and there are a few yes. like specific pieces of terrain that are, I think are kind of meant to be like a, a check against like how well you Shitty can maneuver. Design. Yeah. Because if you make your if you make your um, the base of so to counteract something tall tipping over, the first inclination would probably be to like make the base wider. But if you make the base too wide, then you won't be able to um, get over the terrain because there's one particular part where there's a, a pretty steep dip, and if yes. your um, if your mech is too wide at the base, it'll just kind of sit down there and you won't be able to roll out of it. Yes. Um, that's correct. And then Although the way you could that probably you, finagle your way out with the with the jet boosters, but in my experience yes. the jet boosters cause more harm than than help in most cases. I, I, I realize that, but not until far too long in the <laughs> in the game. I guess so just to clarify, the two ways that you move your your mech across the screen are with wheels on the bottom that you can turn on and off, and then you can attach just rocket boosters on it. You can set the it. direction of the wheels as well, whether they're well, forward and back, pulling yeah, you the, to the left, and they they the right. always face directly down the wheels. Sure, um, but the the rockets face into whatever direction you place them, and then they do have like uh, they give your thing momentum in whatever direction you angle them. So that's yep. Um, if you knock your thing over, that's how you get it back up again. Is just attach some rockets to its face, and uh, I want to see it. this because I'm sure that it exists. I want to see. Um, someone rather than having a mech that rolls it just flies over to the uh oh, shit dude yeah i bet you especially because this this game uh one thing we haven't touched on is it has uh co-op i think you can play like up to four people i believe uh, so. and also there's some sort of uh like streamer functionality up in the top corner it had like a room code like it was a jackbox party pack game or something um i'm not really sure exactly how that works but it said like viewers help help along or something and uh, um oh, so i'm curious that how no, that would I help i didn't look into that that's interesting but either way having multiple people would be helpful because there were definitely times when like my <laughs> i get my 
uh, mechs sort of get some new parts slapped on and like start it trucking along. And then there's a big pile of, of parts and there's something valuable that I want. And I like have to scramble and try and turn off all the wheels and I inevitably leave one wheel spinning and then it makes my whole mech tip over (laughs) because when you only have one wheel spinning, it gets caught on weird things and yeah. Yep. Or worse if you have like one rocket. The other other challenge I ran into a lot that I I remember thinking like having two people would really solve this is when Uh I did fall over. Uh, and sometimes you have to put like, if your mech's big enough, one rocket's not enough to lift it back onto its feet. So you, sometimes sure. you have to put two rockets on and then yeah. it's like one, oh God, I have to put mess. them on its head, right? It's like, la- it's laying on its face. So I have to put the two rockets uh-huh. on like its head area or the top basically sure. in order to lift it back upright. But then I have to quickly jump to the top and turn them off. Otherwise yeah. the rockets will just launch it onto its back. And depending on how tall the mech is, the closer, like the more upright it gets, the harder it is to get up there because you can't just jump anywhere on the mech. You kind of have to, um, there are these little platforms that you yes. get and stick onto your mech and you kind of have to have those, um, positioned, um, in a way so that you can, um, you know, successfully jump up there. And when the platforms are sideways, they're still kind of usable, but not as usable. So it's, there's a lot of like frantically trying to jump up and like, okay, I turn on this rocket booster because I need it to get my robot back upright. Uh, But now it's going to push it too far and knock it over in the other direction. That's actually rocket boosters are what, what um, made my second run fail is I had a really tall uh, mech, but it Mm. would not, I couldn't get it to stay upright. And I kept like putting on, turning on boosters and it would like, fall back either direction i was just basically like flopping back and forth across the map and then i got to the end and right as i got there it like tipped over and i was like scrambling with the rocket boosters to try and tip it back before because you um uh we haven't talked about this yet but sort of you have to traverse all the way across the map to where the monster is and then once you get to where the monster is you have 10 seconds to sort of like prep your robot yeah do like Um, final touches or something yeah i think with it with the uh i think this specific purpose of that is like there's a good chance your robot is tipped over right now so do your best to try and get it standing up in 10 seconds (laughs) um and i i failed to do so uh it was very Uh, sad what happens when you fail this is a dinosaur it just says uh you you couldn't get a date or something and then uh you just have to like hit a kaiju swiped left over yeah (laughs) yeah kaiju's kaiju's not feeling it right now uh that's funny Um, kaiju ghosted you sorry yeah well i mean you at least you met up but then kaiju as soon as, soon as they saw you they were like oh they were like Ugh, no they did not look you. like the pictures at all <laughs> what are you sideways this doesn't look right at all <laughs> it's horrible um uh so one thing that i was sort of interested about this game is um is the decision to make your point <coughs> of interfacing with it be a little dude that jumps around and uh-huh. places platforms on rather than like, you know, build a mech, then go an omniscient a, interface. Yeah. Yeah. With, you know, mouse sure. sort of interface where you just click and drag. Uh, uh-huh. Cause you can easily see a version of this game. That's that. And yeah. I thought it might just be interesting to talk about like what changes because it's this way rather than. Yeah. I mean, I think for this game, that's kind of the whole point is that you're uh, scrambling and it's scrambling, uh, uncomfortable and it, it, it's something that shouldn't be so difficult because so many games have what you're describing, like a very, yeah. uh, an Im- interface where it's like, uh, I mean, think about like Kerbal space program. Not that that's a particularly easy game, but uh, you is like, here's a bunch of parts you can use, uh, stick them on at will and 
you know, see if the thing goes. Whereas this, you have sort of a real time uh, aspect of like, okay, I can stick on this thing and start it going, but now things are going wrong. So I have to try and correct while it's happening. I think, I think that's where the fun of this game comes from. Uh, it's, yes. it's like very silly and you're, you're scrambling around. And I think it's, uh, we've talked about sort of, um, making failure, uh, fun and enjoyable. And I think uh, yeah. w- with this game to a certain extent, uh, you know, having your, your mech flop over. And, uh, I think that the, they, the parts have just the right amount of like springiness, uh, to where they kind of like yeah. flex and bend to yeah. when, it, when you have something really tall and it starts wobbling, it can be uh, pretty funny to watch. Or my personal favorite, when I put rocket boosters on something and it uh, boosted it pass upright and pushed it over to the other side. And then the oh, rocket like boosters were so down. strong. Yeah, it was like folding it in half. And it looked like I was I was actually surprised. I thought it was going to snap in half because it like, Oh, I, I'm trying to describe the robot, but there were basically like two prongs to it. There was had kind of emerged from poor building and the rocket boosters were attached to one of the prongs. So the two prongs were like the one with the boosters attached was like bending into the other one. And I thought for sure it was going <laughs> to explode. But yeah, well, the game, I, I don't think that's a, a functionality <clears throat> that they. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily for snapping me. parts. Yeah. Luckily for you. Um, yeah, I definitely think that that uh, they the main the main sort of like drive of the fun in this game is definitely the like goofiness of failure. I, uh, they, the, by kind of like limiting your ability to like execute your plans perfectly. Um, it's sort of like your robots almost always end up looking like, um, just haphazardly slapped together and, and sort of like lopsided and they look exactly um, like exactly what they are. Yes. I, in fact, I, I don't know how to like quite explain this, but they just look mm-hmm. like this sort of thing that would be um, like in a cartoon. If the mm-hmm. characters needed to build a disguise, like a distraction, <laughs> uh, like it's, this, this is, this is the robot. Maybe Ed, Ed yes. and Eddie needed to slap something together. You know, it's like got a broom for one arm and like sure. goog- googly eyes and it's in a trench coat. So you can't tell that it's not a real person. Like plank is sticking off the top to be the head. Yes, plank is sticking off. That's perfect. That is sort of like what it, what it looks like uh, to me, the sorts of things that, that, like I made always sort of had that look to them. And then also yeah, the, it, it, the, the ones on the website from like it, other people, it uh, kind of has similar. the, the feel like I, I agree with that. It, it has that. Like, I think a lot of the robots end up having like this childlike, it's like a ki- uh, when you're a kid and you have a bunch of Legos and you're just like, I'm going to yeah. build a cool spaceship and you just put a bunch of dumb shit on it. I actually, <laughs> I'm, I have a very specific image in my mind of this, um, this spaceship I built as a, as a kid with my Legos um, that I sent in to, I don't know if you were a subscriber to Lego magazine. Uh, it was amazing. I was not. No, I didn't know but, that, that was a thing, but okay. Oh, Lego magazine was so cool. Huh? Uh, you could send in pictures of uh, creations you had made and uh, oh, they would, huh. they would put a certain amount in the, in Lego magazine. So I had my mom help me take some pictures of this silly spaceship I built and send it in. I didn't make it into Lego. Oh, magazine, I was hoping the story ended with you. No, being that would be amazing. Lego magazine. I remember as a kid being like so upset and being like, 
I can't believe they wouldn't take this amazing spaceship. And then like looking at the picture now, my mom kept some copies and it's just like, Oh my God. <laughs> like this <laughs> just has so much like, Oh, you know, it'd be really cool if it had like uh, the tip of the wings were like swords. Okay. And you know, it would be really cool if they're like this bionicle minigun that I have for some reason, I'm going to like stick on the yeah, back like of it. This should be on there too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just got like all these random, a potpourri of, of parts that don't really have anything to do with one another kind of stuffed together haphazardly because you weren't considering like, it, it was just, there's sort of like a fun childlike innocence to like, Oh, I'm going to put this on it. Cause it's going to make it so much cooler. And I'm going to put this on it. Cause it'll, and like, I don't know, uh, this game has a similar feel of like, Oh, I'm going to put this sweet sun hat on it. Cause that's going to give me 400 <laughs> points or 200 <laughs> points. <laughs> Um, I did like the sun hat. Uh, just the at, sun like, hat's a great touch. An object in its own right. I'm like, yep, this looks good. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get the uh, the kissy lips? Oh no! What, dude? Kissy oh. lips are overpowered. How much? The kissy points? lips, four hundred. Nice. And also, uh, they you can turn them on and they do like smoochy smoochy <laughs> animation. <laughs> so that's what the little. So I assume you need the little like power source thing to turn them on or are they just self-powered is that what that thing is so i'm pretty sure that thing is a power source because it like plugged up to my moped or something like that. i i may have i really uh-huh. could not tell what it was but it's got like a does it gear. make your does it maybe give your wheels more power or something because i didn't really oh, know what I those were know. i would just kind of like stick them on and turn them on and hope for the best <laughs> i i okay i never really figured out what they did but my best uh-huh. guess is that they power the things that need power like the the stoplight maybe it can plug into that and the, oh i only maybe you get bonus points if they're on or something i don't, I don't know. know if i ever saw the stoplight oh i did see the stoplight a couple of times i think um i was so that's one thing i was wondering about is how like how much randomness there is in what spawns for you obviously it's random uh-huh. but i wonder if it's like controlled along points or something like maybe yeah. the reason I never got the lips is I always got the sunglasses, which are also worth 400. Oh, I don't so know. You only get yeah, one there were definitely 400 like, point thing or something like that. My very first run, I didn't get almost any cosmetic items. So honestly, I think I probably could have won with that one. Uh, cause oh, my robot really? was pretty tall. It was tall enough to get the 1000 points for being taller than the Kaiju, which you're told at the beginning of the game, make it tall. Cause this, uh, Kaiju is into old, uh, taller women or t- taller creatures. <laughs> yeah. Beings. <laughs> um, well, not even a being is a mecha being I, things, taller things, taller objects <laughs> or persons. Um, but anyway, I just like didn't get that many cosmetic items. And then the second run, I got a shitload. I had two pairs of sunglasses, like six oh, eyeballs. You can get two pairs. That is open. Yeah, I had a ton. It was crazy. And then I toppled over. The weight of my potential was too great and yeah. too close to the top of my mech. Okay, but so in actuality, over. do you know if the 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 objects if they have a specific weight that contributes to your lopsidedness, like if I put a bunch of sunglasses oh, yes. on my head, it does oh, make the, it top. Heavier. I don't know about the, I don't know about the cosmetic. I objects. know the, I know the, the like chassis parts do. Sure. Uh, but I wasn't I sure wouldn't if be the surprised if they too. do, but I'm uncertain uh, to be, to be totally mm-hmm. frank. Um, Cause mm-hmm. most of them, you're just kind of like sticking up in sort of the top middle region. If you're building sort of like, I don't know, I guess the, the simplest way to be this game is to have a pretty, large base but not too large and then have basically a large protrusion out the top as tall as you can make it right yes um yeah i mean 
Yeah, I I found that I had the most success when the sort of elbow pieces. I had uh, two of those as like legs, hmm. um, because then you have enough clearance underneath that you can oh. make it over the things. Um, See, I you also I, have a wide berth. I ran into the clearance problem pretty early, and what I ended up doing was I had two wheels on the end that were basically the platforms were as high up above the wheel as possible. And then I had one mm. wheel in the middle that was like squished up so that it barely was, it barely came out below the bottom of the, of like the sort of main um, body of the ship. So that if I basically high centered, I would be resting on that third little wheel but anytime oh, I was driving on flat ra- ground, it the third touching. wheel wasn't touching the ground. Yeah, yeah, that and then I makes sense. And then I usually had like two uh, a wheel on either end that was kind of up on the side. So if the if it started tipping, it would catch those wheels and kind of like fall back down to the the wheels I wanted to use. Um, huh, and then that way I could make it like pretty wide without having uh, too much uh, too many issues with stability. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Another thing I tried was having like um like uh <laughs> a little piece and this kind of worked, but like mm-hmm. having another arm that like like not literal arm, but another sort sure. of lengthy piece out front or out back. Yeah. It was literally catch. just there to catch you if you yep. if you fall. And that that kind of worked. Yeah, that's that's ended up being the downfall or like an aspect of the downfall of my of my second mech is it had the catching arm, which was very useful, but I think it was uh, solving uh, the wrong problem, which was the problem was my mech was not stable, and that solved that problem, but only insofar as it made it so that I could get further along with a, a an unstable mech and continue to make it less and less stable. Um, yeah. So it was. It ended up being kind of a crutch that ended up, uh, I think, being a like a large aspect why I committed to that run and then uh, uh-huh. had a monumental failure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just looking at the, I'm sort of scrolling on the the itch page now and seeing some of the stuff other people did. I really uh-huh. now I'm curious to see if someone has done the flying version. I'm, I I, be... I feel like someone has to have done that. I think if you. Um, we're doing like a uh, multiplayer. I think it would actually be not that difficult. Although I'm curious yeah. if you, well, could, it, the it, difficult it, thing would just be adding more pieces as you go. Yeah. 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 F- like sort of flying along, stopping landing. If you wanted to actually win, like it wouldn't be that sure. hard to build well, a flying What I'm curious is I'm curious end. if you could get over there and then like hover. And if like the hovered height is the height that it would use, probably not, but that'd be kind of cool. Oh, I wonder. Oh, Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't like, I wouldn't be surprised if it just measures your height from just literally like the highest, the highest point. point. Although yeah. then the question becomes, how does it know which one like is your Mac? What happens if I made, what if I made two? Ah, uh, that didn't even occur to me, a, right? Can't you do that? Or question. is it like one at Prob- the beginning? You have to attach them. So that's actually something I was wondering because I never tried that. I should have. At first I thought that it was like, here's your base part. Everything you attach to this becomes part of your mech, but that's not really how it works. You kind of, the second you attach two things together, they're like suddenly connected. So I actually am curious. You might be right. You might be able to uh, like have two. I can't imagine how difficult it'd be like juggling two mechs. Oh, it'd be, it would not be a good strategy, but, but 
maybe yeah, you can't. But I mean, then the question becomes, can you add a little bit of height? This one, I think the answer is definitely no, but I'll say uh-huh. it anyways, is by getting, carrying a piece by itself, putting a platform <laughs> on the very top of your mech, and then at the uh-huh. end, standing on the top and jumping with the piece in your hands, and, you know, <laughs> make it a, a tall, long piece. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe I you don't know that you another really five get- meters or something. I don't know that you would really get that much height anyway because you can't jump that high with respect to how tall your mech is. And also, I do think the piece would have to be connected to something. I think if it's in your hand, it wouldn't count. I don't know. Right, but then the question is like the two mechs thing. Like which one would it, if you just made two mechs, which would it count? Whichever gets the end first? Only only Power Hoof knows. And maybe they don't even know. Maybe they didn't even try that. (laughs) The game crashes. It just... Yeah, it just explodes. It's like, (laughs) oh shit. Two mechs? It's crazy. This guy can't be done. Impossible. It goes against mech god. (laughs) You get fired from your. I mean, that's another thing we didn't talk about is the sort of like framing. Obviously, not a huge. I was surprised you didn't bring this up right away. I was. uh, I was. I was not quite disappointed, but I thought you. I thought you let something slip through the cracks that I think you're about to illuminate. So, (laughs) well, just that it starts with um, the some like assuming it, it's sort of implied there's some sort of like Japanese businessman, maybe a CEO or a government mm. figure in charge of the economy. who is was like uh, demand for four C paper clips is being hurt by the presence of the Kaiju, which is the, people are getting attacked by monsters. So they aren't working. So they can't, they aren't buying paper. Clips they aren't buying paper clips. Working. Uh, this is unacceptable. You have to go <laughs> build a day for this thing to make it leave. Uh, so it's sort of this like, like comically, uh, like over economistic world or something like that, where they're like, everyone I has mean, to be working. Uh, my 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 interpretation of it was uh, the player character is an employee of the paperclip of that company, company, yeah, and the CEO is uh, trying to get you to build this uh, monster for his own capitalistic gain. So Jordan. everyone goes back to buying paperclips. I mean, paper yeah. Clips it, and I, filling his, lining his pockets with paperclip <laughs> money. Dirty paperclip money. <laughs> Dirty paperclip money. I, I mm-hmm. think that, I mean, I definitely think you're right that that is the sort of, that's the joke. And uh-huh. um, and that the reason it's paperclips is just because that's like, that's sort of the the emblem for like, trivial um like capitalist obsession with productivity like isn't that the the item that you have to make in um have you played that frank lance game universal paperclips uh no but i was just about to say i haven't played universal paperclips but i mean that's like the whole the premise is like you play as a computer program to make paperclips and you Mm -hmm. get so monomaniacally obsessed with making paperclips so you like destroy the world (laughs) Turn the world into paper clips. That's what you do. Uh, you, you bend. Use you all stretch. the matter in the universe for making paper clips. Wow! Imagine <laughs> what a world. <laughs> what a, a utopia. Clip. A paper clip shaped <laughs> utopia. The world we all want. The world we're all working for. Oh, absolutely. I can't. I think another funny aspect of this is I can't remember the last time I used or saw a paper clip in. Uh, in, in the office, real like, world yeah like i were i work in a corporate office building i sold my soul <laughs> to the corporate devil and even i d- haven't seen a paperclip in like five years the paperclips so. are just an illusion as well they promise you paperclips but once you get behind the scenes that Damn. too is just a facade. all i ever wanted was to be a corporate shill 
so that I could paper see, clip my I could documents. I could reach my hand into a bucket of paper clips and make them rain down upon me like golden <laughs> coins. But alas, technology just like, has, like has sitting in your forsook the paper clip in your office in your and underwear ruined my boring. dreams. Yeah, like Scrooge McDuck. I just have a giant (laughs) swimming pool full of paper clips and I dive Uh, into it and swim around and I'm mean to my nephews. That's that's the the corporate shills, Mm -hmm. uh, what they dream about at night. When you're a middle manager, uh, that they just give you all you want. Yeah, whenever you go to like some sort of networking golf tournament like we were talking about last week, uh, they just give you a bunch of paper clips. (laughs) <laughs> all hooked together you know how sometimes you like hook them end to end to make a big paperclip chain yeah they give you a paperclip yeah. chain mm-hmm. <laughs> that works See, now this joke has gone on in the same way like to absurd extremes that frank lance's game has you've got two yes. meta. <laughs> got too meta we got too far we committed to the bit too much <laughs> now we must abandon ship and talk <laughs> about something else um well one other thing i did want to talk about with this game here's your out uh, okay. is the, God, the art style, <laughs> um, yeah. which is very like, uh, I, I think it's supposed to sort of connote like an era of video games maybe, or just like an mm-hmm. era of like consumer culture, maybe sometime in the late eighties or something. It's got like mm-hmm. bright, bright neon, <clears throat> excuse me, bright neon colors like purple and pink and green. Sure. It's got a very like sunset um cue like i don't know hotline miami but the the part after you've beat the level where it's like sunrise and it's all yeah, pretty it instead of being brutally violent yeah um yeah i don't know yeah, if you had anything it, to say about that but i just thought it was pretty the art style yeah it's nice it's it, it, it the the sketch like quality of like the monster kind of reminds me of like uh, I, I this is gonna sound mean, but I mean it in the nicest way possible. It kind of uh, reminds me of like Newgrounds or something, like some Flash animated, but like the modern, higher quality equivalent. Um, oh yeah. And then it's sort of put through this like sort of crunchy pixel filter um, uh-huh. that makes it uh, I don't know, makes it kind of vibrant and uh, makes it feel a little bit more loose. I feel like if it uh, if it didn't have this sort of like pixel sheen over it, it would maybe feel a little bit lifeless or more lifeless. I would say I wouldn't feel lifeless. The monster feel it. have less life. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think it, uh, it's got a, it's got a nice little, nice look to it. I don't know uh, what it is specifically, but something about the monster's eye, I just find yeah. it really funny. Like it's just expression, like wide eyed. Yeah. Uh, tiny Googling your, like, your like staring straight at your Mac with just like total fixation. I yeah. Just thought that was, that was funny. Yeah, it's it's pretty good, uh, and you were you were humming the song from the this game too. You were you yeah. were digging the music, huh? Yeah, I liked the music. I got it stuck in my head. It's like yeah. very it's like very dramatic, um, which it, it's another sort of like funny contrast between like the the colossalness of your undertaking and the you know it sounds dramatic. You know, we're gonna go stop the giant monster from destroying the city, and we're gonna do yeah. it by making this zany robot that looks ridiculous. Yeah, um, this goofy looking. I hope you didn't want me to hum it for the viewers. No, I didn't. That's... I I didn't intend to put you in that position, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not you, going. If to. you felt pressured, uh, <laughs> uh, I it was not my intention. Um, uh, 
Well, I guess the only there's only one thing I have to say. I, I do have to be a little bit critical of this game. I did have a really good time uh, playing it, but the it did have a little bit of... Um, uh, obviously, this game is supposed to take place in Japan, and there's a little bit of like... Uh, there the narration at the beginning is like, hey, we already talked about the stereotype yeah. of like the you know Japanese uh company man or whatever. Yeah. But also there's like a uh, uh the voice work is all a little bit like. Uh, yeah, I'm I mean the voice work was pretending to do by like people who are not Japanese doing a Japanese voice, and I did think it was a little like. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit like, eh, okay, we can do a little better than this, guys. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be like, oh, hello, I'm a Japanese. We must. It's like, oh, okay, come on, let's not, let's yeah. not do this here. Come on. Yeah. But, uh, but other than that, I, I can say, uh, don't really have many complaints about this game. Pretty enjoyable. Yeah. I thought it was fun. My, maybe my only other, I would agree with that that I did feel like the opening thing was a little bit like, mm-hmm. okay, let's not let's not parody Japan. Uh-huh. as a as a whole thing uh and my only other thing is and maybe this was more uh maybe i'm just not good at architecture but i did feel like the you reach a point where the um the unbalance of your mm-hmm. of your mech feels a little punitive rather than just like a challenge but maybe oh, that see, was just I, because i was trying as hard as i could to make it ridiculously tall and i was yeah, going I, much taller than i should have I think I would have agreed with you after my second run, but my third run I didn't tip over once because I oh, kind really? of like designed my my thing very carefully. Um, okay, to, okay, so maybe that was just like because I mean the one where I felt that way, it did end up being almost twice as tall as the kaiju. So I maybe yeah. I was just like going a little overboard. Yeah. The only other thing I could say is I wish uh, that I could like uh, export a picture of my of my beautiful creations um, because. Yeah. Uh, you don't really the uh, oftentimes the text saying that you uh, won sort of covers uh, or lost I guess sort of covers your your mech and I I wanted to share my beautiful my second one's got a nice sun hat and some sunglasses <laughs> and the big kissy lips and then it's also got a fedora on one of its arms and another sun hat on another arm it's a very beautiful looks, it's kind of like a cactus it's I, really I, really lovely <laughs> I also wish that there was a, an export option because my second one I was very proud of with um, it was like super tall and it had uh, sunglasses on and then I managed to make it I found a piece that sort of looked like a hand with a finger raised um, <laughs> and I, I, it almost looks like he's just flipping off <laughs> the, yeah flipping off the monster uh, if you look at it quickly so I was proud of that there you go <laughs> Uh, nice yeah all right well uh with that are you ready to uh, talk about our game for next week uh yes i am um so next week we will be returning to a creator that we've uh a new game by a creator who's been featured on the podcast before which is grace bruxner uh her new game the full title um uh, i might get this wrong it's grace grace bruxner presents the haunted island a frog detective game. <laughs> there we go. Um, and the w- thing I'll say about that title is I was looking on Brendan Keogh's, uh He did the golf game we played last week. Uh, his, um, his description for it said in keeping with the great tradition of Australian game makers, 
putting their names in their game titles. It's ah. Brandon Keogh's golf adventure or whatever. There you go. Uh, I didn't so. know. I guess I didn't remember that Grace Bruxner was Australian. I didn't either. And Australian. then the other one he listed was Bennett Foddy. I didn't realize he was Australian. Well, I knew too, Bennett so. was because I've seen a video of him talking. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. So apparently mm. Grace Bruxner is Australian too. So there's a whole a whole community of Australian game makers who put their names in their titles. Yeah. Um, I We've played a few games from Australia. I think there's a, one of the bigger – there's a big – uh, like college program out there. I feel like one of the student games. Yeah. RMIT, I believe. Yep. The, that's the one. RMIT. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, been, but anyway, or we'll be, uh, we'll be playing program. that game. Um, Grace Brexner, if you don't remember, did alien casino that we played many, many moons ago. Yes. Um, and this seems to have a similar style of like very cute and, and silly, but I think this one has a little bit more going on gameplay wise. I'm not uh, certain, but, um, it's uh five yeah. bucks on itch. I think it's on Steam as well, but forget Steam. Itch is my new best friend. <laughs> yeah, itch is itch is where it's at. Um, so yeah, we'll be we'll be playing that. Um, we'll tweet out a link to find that game and also uh, Kaiju Super Day Tech on our Twitter, which is at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, you can go ahead and follow us for all kinds of fun stuff. And uh, make sure you, uh, you you I I encourage you to play along if you're a listener that's just been. Uh, listens to us talk hey I don't understand that what are you doing you just listen to us talk about a game you never played doesn't make any sense you know uh, play the game before and uh, you know let us know what you think or uh, what you thought yeah or, or after um, but let us know what you uh, what, what you think of the game and be our friend and follow us and support creators and engage with them and uh, we'll all have a good time okay yep sounds uh, good yeah so follow us on twitter and then uh also, website, same thing, edgeyourcast.com, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.